welcome to the Multiverse of Marketing! And this week, we are looking at the first of the new season. A season of crossovers! Crossing! And some of those are collisions at best. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very much like, sometimes it's just like a couple of characters like bumping into each other, and other times it's a 12-car pileup. And uh, <laughs> sometimes a 12 issue pile up. Yeah. I am Crash and Burn, and with me as always is J.R. Sweeney. What up? <laughs> I, uh, I try to mix it up in the way I, <laughs> in the way I, uh, do that anyway you throw it out a lot there but uh yeah uh, uh so crossovers we you know like previously we had looked at products and comics trying to to you know do a little mutual push uh, i'll scratch your back you scratch mine uh but what about when comics synergy. and comics or comics and uh, is synergy what happens when comics and other comics or comics and other brands that typically have had a history in comics crossover yes it's the dreaded uh amalgam event uh no we'll get to that eventually and it'll be a fight i'm sure because uh as you said you enjoy uh you enjoyed that i it was something different you know it i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say that dc versus marvel marvel versus dc uh amalgam and dc marvel all access were necessarily the height of the art form. But I mean, when it, when it came to like seeing what two characters or even three or four sometimes, cause you had Dr. Strange fate, who was a combination of Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate and professor X, um, you know, what characters they mashed together and you know some of them some of them were fun i mean i'm sorry lobo the duck yeah fuck yeah let's go some of it was very inspired yeah uh some of some of it was very uh less so uh but we will get to that that is the juicy prize at the end of the season this however is episode one and today we are going to start with what feels like baby's first crossover potentially but then quickly becomes a highway to hell paved with good intentions were they good intentions i i'm not sure about that uh i, I i'm sure it was good intentions towards some sort of profit margin well yeah uh but first let's talk about hello fresh <laughs> we're not we're not sponsored i'm just a, a uh I'm a fan of the product and I want him to have some walking around money as Akewood once said. Um, no, I just interrupt every conversation about, and do that now. Just like, that's really interesting. I'm sorry to hear that your grandmother's dying. Say, have you heard about HelloFresh? Um, no, anyway. And I bet, I, I bet people are so programmed by uh, podcasts and YouTube at this point that some will actually stand there and wait for you to present the product and be like, you know, for me, uh, someone who is always on the go, such as at the moment, uh, it's uh, so convenient to have these flavor uh, meal packs so available, so crunchy, so fresh, um, expensive. I, I live in a part of Nova Scotia where they don't deliver. So oh. I, I actually I think they're over. I they're overpriced and overrated. I 
yeah i don't know anyway um but yeah uh so we're talking about we're talking about archie meets kiss and real quick let me say so <laughs> this is written by alex segura and drawn by dan parent i think i have that right i'm worried i keep worrying that i'm going to transpose them like i always do with the creators of south park it's always like trey stone and matt parker no it's matt fuck hold on so um <laughs> but yeah um and yeah this is i don't know what this is i don't just why uh yeah it it feels like the most obvious contractual obligation or business idea it it's so obvious that when I heard it was being published uh, uh, in, in I, I think, about 10 years ago or so now, or within the last 10 years, I assumed, oh, it's a redo or a republishing because naturally, of course, Archie Meets is a classic joke. That's why Archie Meets the Punisher works, because it's like an inevitability of the Laurel and Hardy meet Frankenstein joke. Right. Uh, uh, where you take one kind of character who is off in this one kind of very different world of like comedy and, you know, light comedy and <coughs> teen romances, and it has its own rules. And then you introduce an aspect that is kind of a little chiller than that, a little, a little more risque. And Archie meets Kiss or Kiss meets Archie feels like something that must must god surely must have occurred in the 70s and yet it took about 50 40 maybe ish years for it to occur and this 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 could have been an email uh th this book could have just been and and no disrespect to the creative team they they really made decisions uh strove after their own vision for the story and and committed to it the um <clears throat> the art in it is is typical archie in a good way uh i, I it's, it's really nice to see modernized archie that still has the same design scheme as classic archie so that like no matter when you pick up some archie it's fucking archie there's no like who the hell is this character why'd they do this weird redesign uh, Rob Liefeld no... starts doing Archie. I was just gonna say, yeah, there, there's no pouches and long hair era of Archie, even during the 70s, when some of them had really longer-ish hair. Um, but yeah, I assumed that this would be a very simple, easy book to do. Uh, I, I had, I think I, I read it once before and I completely forgot about it if at best, because it's like, okay, this is simple. Archie and friends are in a band called the Archies, or they also spent most of the years between like 1949 and now usually trying to like get to a concert, get to a show, get to a, a show at the beach, get to a concert at the show at the beach. Yeah. And but I, <laughs> It could have as been as simple as we're going to Detroit to go see Kiss. Yeah, I just, you know. So, well, let me let me start. <laughs> let, 
let's start with this. Just reading the temperature of the room to begin with, to gauge where we're both coming from here. Do you like Archie comics? I love Archie comics. Do you like Kiss? I have an appreciation for Kiss that we'll go into. Yeah. Okay. Say yes. Yes. All right. I don't. I on either. I <laughs> they're they're generally how do I put this? They're generally inoffensive. I don't dislike them. It's not it's not the sort of thing where it's like uh no I don't like Kiss and they'll never get my money. I because, you know, Gene Simmons like I don't know drove drunk and killed a family or something uh or whatever uh it's just like i don't care if if that's what people <laughs> like that's fine yeah. but neither is for me in the case of archie it's because like archie archie feels like it's it's something that I read as a kid occasionally. Mm -hmm. uh, I would pick up the double digests occasionally and stuff like that. And once I got to about eight, that was the end of reaching our reading Archie with the exception of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adventures. Uh, um, yes. uh, an excellent comic. So Archie strikes me as you're either too young for uh for anything else or which is fine don't get me wrong like what kids got to buy comics too it's fine uh yeah. or it's for older people who are not tech savvy enough to have been part of comicscape um <laughs> and you know that's whatever like if if you are an older person and that that sense of Americana appeals to you, that like sanitized, like, you know, there's black people, but they've never been racialized. Why would anybody even do that? Uh, you know, and like stuff like that. But it's also just like so much and any more so much of, uh, so much of Archie stuff now is just them being like, we're not like that anymore. We have a gay character. And it's like, cool. You had introduced a gay character in 2010, 11. I think, I think around there. Yeah. Well done. You acknowledged gay people existed in 2000 even here's the thing i'm not going to say representation in the 80s was good but you haven't even met the level of representation of gay people that there were uh, was in 80s action movies or you know fucking beverly hills cop has more gay representation than archie and it's just like so it's like anytime archie Archie does something that is like attempting to like 
worm its way into the zeitgeist. It's like when a dog walks on their back legs and you're just like, look at them. That's weird, isn't it? That's so weird. Stop it. That's not for you. I I feel like if Archie Comics... If Archie Comics ever created a character that I thought like looked awesome, it would be it would be like if you're at a show, like if you're at a concert and you see like the coolest person you've ever seen, you're just like, holy shit, that person looks cool as hell. And then like you you accidentally have occasion to talk to them at the bar. Uh, just like whatever. And it's just like, this is so great. Okay. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'll buy one for you. And you find out they're straight edge and it's just like, no, what? And you're just like, well, that's cool. Anyway, I got to go. And they're like, nah, like, you know, no, listen, man, have you heard about, and it's just like, nah, it's fine. And it's just like, I'm going to go have a drink and try and forget this. And they're like, I don't drink. Nothing comes between me and my relationship with God. And you're just like, nope, no, you, uh, no, no. And then kiss is just kind of, it's fine. It's very theatrical, but like, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of always been the same sort of, there's, they, they haven't really changed their whole deal in the entirety of their of their career uh which i guess they're they've been on their final tour for the last four years or something and it's just like okay like you're you're 70 that's fine um anyway so yeah i don't i honestly don't even really know who this is for because i feel like Anyone who reads Archie comics, like, religiously, probably really thinks that KISS stands for Knights in Satan's Service. Uh, and anyone who likes KISS, and ostensibly the creators of this crossover, are KISS yeah. fans, according to the supplemental material uh, to the series. They're KISS fans, but you'd never know it. Because they're assholes the entire time. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, so so uh, concerning Archie, concerning Archie, uh, I used to read, uh, pick up, and read a ton of those Archie and Friends or whatever digest while traveling uh, as a kid with my parents uh, during the summer, and so like every summer we'd go on a road trip, and so. You know, uh, uh, Archie Digest. Now, you know, I collect comics and everything, but uh, it was easier to find Archie Digest in random stores or in pharmacies or in like even random antique shops. Uh, like, sure, I believe never that. Know where, yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you never know where a pile of Archie Digest, uh, usually at like a dollar each, will pop up. So there's always tons to read. And uh, because of the nature of Archie, there's, you know, it, it's very rare to come across the same story um, ever. 
Like there, there are decades and decades of multiple stories that they can swap around in any fashion that they feel like. Um, and, and so like, uh, for me, it was always just, just a constant thing that was kind of like a background radiation to, you know, good summers is, you know, like you get a pile of comics and most of, you know, not most of them, some of them, sometimes most of them would be Archie Digest. And so I never had like any kind of like falling out with it at all. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm not like a massive fan. Like I've been reading it the whole time or anything. I like once, once we stopped going on uh, family vacations that involved lots of driving, uh, I wasn't buying Digest anymore. Um, and like, I, I didn't know like the uh, like like follow along in the continuity uh, to the point where like Archie dies and it's revealed that there's two different continuities and have always been two different Archie continuities uh, and they eventually like crossed over and he he died and he came back to life or at least maybe it was the other Archie anyway Archie continuity is amazingly fucked and you can't tell that from just reading Digest which is one of the best things about it. You pick up one of those books and it's got uh, like like six to 12 short stories from across the decades. Like you could be reading a comic from the 40s, turn the page and it's the 80s, turn the page, it's the 70s, turn the page, it's the 60s, turn the page, it's the 90s or at least the early 90s and their attempt to do like grunge rock or whatever. Uh, and yet the and, politics and the, always remains the same. Exactly. Well, no, that's that's the funny thing. It's like the characters always remain the same. The, the situations always remain the same. So they're like good character archetypes to learn how to come up with like scenarios with. Uh, and and like when, when it comes to something like the, the TV show Riverdale, which got massively derided for being a complete mess i think it's perfect working as an episode episode by episode absolute fucking train wreck because that's what happens when you try to make something larger out of what is fundamentally shorter stories and that's i think why i came into this comic i, I will get to kiss in a moment but that's why i think i came into this comic expecting it to be like a single issue they meet Kiss. Something goes wrong. They help Kiss or they save Kiss. Yay. Not this four-issue, overly long goddamn epic of magic and nonsense and, and multiverse. And it's just, no. Archie stories are supposed to be ten pages maximum in which, uh, like, they need to get money to go to Pops. And so he manages to like get uh, to bet Reggie that he can leap over uh, Veronica Veronica's dad's pool uh, uh, and not fall in. And I don't know, like Reggie slips on some water and gets all wet and then he gets the money and they go drink malts at pops. That's an Archie story. Yes. It's overly simplistic. Yes, it is uh, uh, reaching out to a golden age of Americana that does not exist. Yes, it has a lot of issues when it comes to progressivism, but it's kind of like a blank slate. You can do anything with Archie, and that that's that's 
the 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 joy of like Archie meets Punisher is you can do anything with it. You can have him run up against the absolute most murderous thing Marvel is capable of. Um, you know, th- there's there's a lot of potential there, and so I went into this hoping for potential, the same way that like Riverdale showed potential by turning it into Twin Peaks for a season and then going completely off the rails in different ways. Potential. Um, as for Kiss, uh, uh, one of my cousins growing up, he was a little o- older than me, uh, he was really into Kiss. And so, like, when I was young, it seemed like a rebellious thing. <clears throat> I know, I know. Uh, but it was also the 90s, so, like, Psycho Circus came out, and that included the push of Psycho Circus. So there was, like, all the comics, all the toys, all the video games, all the video game appearances, and the reintroduction of characters that we will get to know here uh so for anyone who has never seen kiss before they look very interesting uh they they have each have uh uh, different characters that they inhabit and there's vague ideas about how detailed the characters are they've been in comics for a long time but like there was cartoon crossovers with like Scooby-Doo or whatever the hell decades ago, where it's essentially the band meets Scooby-Doo. They have since, however, changed the the idea of what the the characters are that they're playing based around, I assume, like the comic book writers that they got to work with in the 90s. And so now they are firmly the demon, uh, I believe the lover, the star child and a kitty cat. Yeah. Well, and that that's the main that's the that's the four originals though, because yeah. there's Vinnie Vincent who was the onk. Uh, we don't talk about him. And then <laughs> there was their other drummer who was the fox. Uh apparently all of their drummers are furries. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and it it is like you look at stuff like this. Given how little in the last few decades, guys like Ace Freely and Peter Chris have actually been a part of Kiss. It's really odd that you see all of this stuff, and they are always the ones depicted, even when they're mm-hmm. not members of the band. Um, now it it's it's just what like it, it's the canon group. Yeah, that's that's what the basic group is. That's what uh, anytime they appear in comic books, animation, uh, that's who the group are. When they did their individual uh, albums, where you, you have their four faces, those are the four faces. Like that's who Kiss are. Right. And apologies to everyone else, but fucking sucks to be you put put the cat face on i will i will say if i were vinnie vincent or somebody i'd be pissed like you know (laughs) like everybody's just so horny for the older the older members and it's just like they're gone i'm i'm here now look at my cool on like check it but yeah like uh uh so kiss has always been there in a not not like a great way, but like a a benign to positive way. Like 
Uh, I I really like the overly cheesy uh, God Gave Rock and Roll that appeared in the credits of uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Yeah, which is from Alive 3. Uh, I, I have that album. It's the only Kiss album I have. Why do I have that album? For that cheesy fucking song. Nah. <laughs> I, I had for years a Todd McFarlane uh, uh do you even call it an action figure? No, statuette of uh, yeah, Gene old Simmons. Mc, old like, McFarlane was just god-awful oh. in that regard. Oh, just all over it, right? Anyway. Um, I, I had, I'm pretty sure I had a Kiss video game on Dreamcast. You know, like this is something that has remained kind of present in my, I, years and years and years ago when it used to be just stream, like, like, on repeat on a and e you know i would watch uh the the simmons the gene simmons show where it's in his family you know they're trying to do the uh uh oh god the osborns um, yeah they're trying to do the osborne thing and like his son was super charming anyway it, it's it's a constant background radiation that i'm aware of uh it's it's shortcomings as a business deal uh, uh, of Gene just trying to suck every single dollar he can out of this concept they came up with in the late 60s. Uh, Which, that's and the fine. Success you know, of, of an, uh, that's fine. Any, especially anymore, as little as artists get from music labels, from streaming, from just everything. Do what you gotta diversify, get the get the money, I don't blame you for that. I do not blame any artist that saturates the fucking market because that's how you have to make money now. That I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, like, as far as Kiss goes, I'm not like, woo! Like, I could maybe yeah. name a few of their songs. I, I saw, like, this is the most random Kiss uh, trivia, I guess. I saw Paul Stanley live perform Phantom of the Opera in Toronto in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird one. That's as good a place to leave off as no, I'm I'm joking. Right? No, that but but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a good segue. Uh so so that's that's my experience with Kiss. So when you look, you know, knowing Kiss, knowing Gene Simmons and knowing Archie's flexibility as I said, this seemed like the most obvious team up. Like it's it's almost a cliche. Uh, it's it's the Twinkie. You don't actually do the Twinkie. The Twinkie is a joke. Archie meets Kiss is a joke that is so obvious. You assume it's been told and told seriously long, long ago. And then we actually get it, and it's it's a disappointment on such. Such an incredible level, and it's not for lack of trying, because they went four issues deep into this. They they built a story without any character arcs. Yeah, or no, plot. There, there is no <laughs> there is no character arc. No one grows or changes. No one like the the basic story is. These monsters from a different reality uh, come to Riverdale because of a spell that Sabrina casts and Veronica fucks up. 
Uh, yeah, th- thanks a lot, Veronica, and, and and Ronnie just going along with it. Oh yeah, let's let's learn dark magic. Hey, babe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fucking Ronnie. Yeah, Veronica and Reggie, Reggie. fuck it up. Uh, yeah. Kiss follows the monsters, uh, and then the monsters have an amulet that sucks the fun out. Unless you think that this is not for that, this book is not written for geriatrics. Um, <laughs> we visit a reality that they've already sucked the fun out of, and the thing is, the first step of it is the sucking the fun out of the area turns the people into mindless zombies. We visit mm-hmm. a reality where they've already done this, and everybody, get this, everybody is addicted to their phones, their tablets, their laptops. And it's just like, wow, that's cool. You know, I bet if we spend any other any more time here, we'd find out that things in this universe cost more than they used to and that grandchildren never call (laughs) yeah it's it it's a very no character represents anything but you do run into those things where it's like it it's it's the wayans brothers going message and it's yeah i i i get it i there's such odd choices and like you know okay okay that's that's a semi semi i guess maybe clever ish concept and i don't fundamentally have a problem with the story of this but because there can be no character growth in archie because it's it's archie you know like these are archetypes not characters uh, you need to have simple situations that are easily solved based on what they already are like and again this could have been condensed into one issue and probably have worked like the the crazier aspects of it that come out of kind of nowhere the the no logic that it has the the motivations that the bad guys have you you don't get the time to think about how mindlessly stupid it is this is something that needed to be one and done so that it happens before you know about it. And most importantly, before you can think about it. Right. But not get drawn out. But the, what invariably, so you, you have all this stuff, you know, the groovy ghoulies show up in the not so groovy ghoulies, I guess, uh, show up in Riverdale and it's just like, new place to fuck up. And then Kiss shows up, and and like I said, they're assholes. They're just assholes mm-hmm. in every direction. I legitimately, I was surprised to find out that the creators of this comic were Kiss fans. Because, like, I, I thought this was a situation where, like, the writer tried to get an autograph one time and Gene Simmons spit on him. Or something, yeah. and this was his revenge, because they are just dicks for no reason to everyone. Uh, and then eventually they play a song together, and it's but the ghoulies show up, and I'm just calling them that because I have nothing other to call them. Um, that you know, groovy ghoulies re- really does feel like the most archy thing, and like. 
Well, it was a spinoff of Sabrina. They say it like it's a slur. So. <laughs> Groovy Ghoulies was a spinoff of Sabrina. So that makes sense. It's it's apt to the situation, I guess. But yeah, the yeah. the the thing about it is like Kiss shows up, and then they just kind of run around for four issues, mm-hmm. and then they play a song, and they break the amulet. And yeah. it's and honestly, if it had been ten ten pages, that would have been enough story. Yeah. No, but, it, exactly. It it's it's just a a quick little you know like before you can question the logic of how even their conclusion of a concert together playing Kiss music of all things can shatter an evil magic amulet. You know you have it. You have your your basic Scooby Doo uh, chase sequence. You don't want to turn that into multiple issues. You have them go zoop 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 between a few doors. There's a little bit of pop music. There's a, a couple of scare jump jokes. And then we move to the part where we discover who is, is actually, you know, like dressing up as the evil swamp scarecrow. Right. Old man there's, withers. Like, you know. Gasp. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's there is supposed to be a template to this. There's a way to do a super short one page or even one panel, Archie. There's a way to do three pages. There's a way to do 10 to 15 pages. But if you have to hit on anything more than like a single issue, you have to go into Riverdale land and Riverdale land means that you write the next issue completely ignorant of anything that occurred in the previous issue. And all we got is constant referral back to what just happened continue on with the fact that nothing is happening and moving towards an end that is not planned and merely occurs at the end of the book yeah. where you expect it to. Yeah, it's it's literally just a whole bunch of running around and then, oh, there's a carnival that the, that the monsters are putting on. Let's crash it and play a song. They play the yeah. song. The spell is broken. They break the amulet. The monsters turn back into kids. And by the way, the monsters. So this is the least. I don't I don't know if they even really explain what these monsters issue is like. Like, yeah, there's nothing to that. There's no motivation. There's no history of really you know like the amulet how they got it what they've been doing why they've been wrecking shit yeah nor like you know one's a frankenstein one's a, a vampire one etc etc none of that is reflected in their character well so he, there is so here's nothing the th- there so here's the thing so first of all the only explanation we get is the amulet was meant to be a force for good mm. and they used it for bad stuff but the monsters themselves, you've got a Frankenstein who wears glasses, a blazer, and shorts. And it's just mm-hmm. like, no, nah, fuck you. Uh, you have Twilight-style vampire at a time when everyone was doing the parody of Twilight. So just like, it, as much as it's a cliche now, it would have been 40 times worse then when everybody was doing oh, Edward Cullen is kind of whiny and shitty. Like, yeah, 
Way to go, way to go, guys. A greaser werewolf, which okay, and a ditzy mummy. And yeah. so it's like you have you have these four who are our antagonists. The only thing they have going for them is this amulet. If not yeah. for that, they would be they would be about as big a threat as a as a six month old with a mild cough. Um, yeah, they they are they are so uninteresting, un ineffective, and and just not there. They might as well like. They might as well be four employees of Carl's Jr. who has decided to pick a fight with the Riverdale gang for no reason. I there there's ways of making this work. Why are they not all vampires here to suck the fun out of everything and put it into the ambulant? Right. There's easy ways to do this is writing an Archie comic. Also it's not gonna be hard. Also, the fact that they are so pathetic. Yeah. Makes the fact that Kiss is like, they are kind of akin to what Kiss is in most things, where it's like, ooh, they're supernatural and they've got rock powers. And oh, yeah, uh, Gene Simmons is a demon who breathes fire. And it's just yeah. kind of like, Breathe fire at them. Breathe fire right. at... I don't see anything. One of them is wrapped in cloth. You could probably take her out. No problem. Yeah, th this should be very straightforward. Like, the, uh, uh, I can never remember who's the cat. Uh, so I always call him you Peter know, like Chris. the cat man. Peter, Peter Chris, uh, why do you not have claws? And why are you not like... Like, honestly, I want to see him uh, just like go full Wolverine and, and tear someone apart. Uh, I want the star child to do absolutely nothing until he reveals like fucking original, like captain Marvel levels of like power and, and cosmic awareness and constant dialogue that fills entire pages with nonsense. Yeah. It's just, Oh my God. He won't shut the fuck up about cosmic awareness. <laughs> and then what is, I, I, what is, what was the, uh, uh pa paul stanley uh the lover he um makes you feel uncomfortable no no well yeah i mean honestly septuagenarians in grease paint always make me feel uncomfortable <laughs> so i don't know why that that is a uh yeah so paul stanley yeah. is the star child oh wait hold on Oh, I'm sure that, yeah, they have different names or whatever, and it's just, it's so stupid. Okay, sorry. So there's Eric Singer, who's the Catman as well. Yeah. Uh, they have, they have straight up, uh, they have straight up just been like, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's the guy now, um, I guess Ace Freely is the space ace. Whatever. So that's kind of that's kind of uh, redundant. You have the Star yeah. Child. You've got space covered. You've got space, 
you've got hell, you've got a kitty. Yeah. You need you need something else, you know? See that that's why that's why I always thought like uh, uh Paul Stanley was playing like some really uncomfortably erotic thing where it's just like yes by the powers of of hell uh the animal kingdom and the cosmic you know everything uh i'm gonna fuck you (laughs) i mean at least if you had vinnie vincent there at least like with the yonk thing you could kind of get like uh uh some like mystical stuff going on because you've got the demon and he's like infernal okay but with the with the Ankh warrior or whatever Vinnie Vincent was supposed to be, you'd at least have like a different, you know, it's like your your ideal Avengers team. There shouldn't be any over uh, overlap here. You need to have different spheres of influence. You need a Tony Stark and a magic user and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but having two people whose thing is space is mm-hmm. just unnecessary and 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 that's that is sort true... your shit out kiss <laughs> that's the true spirit of kiss of like and and almost why this book kind of does work as a kiss property not so much an archie property but a kiss property because when it is focused with say the demon or a cat it it's very on it's very on you were everyone who has ever seen uh uh the cat again i can't i can i'm incapable of remembering the cat's actual name peter chris or eric Eric whatever yeah yeah whoever you know you can you can give the unk warrior and the fox shit but yeah. like at least they didn't just use somebody else's gimmick. Yeah. No, it's they they tried. They failed, but they tried. There was an um, attempt. <laughs> but like anyone who has ever seen Kiss knows that one of their members is dressed like a kitty cat. It, it doesn't matter if you if you like it, hate it, understand it, any of that. You just it's a thing you know. And you also know that a far more interesting member of it who is up front uh, further is dressed like a demon, has a long tongue and breathes fire. Right. These are things like children know about Kiss. They're so basic and so tight. Like it's so direct and so tight. Such good ideas. And then you get wishy-washy we have two versions of the star child kind of idea whatever and that that follows through in literally everything you listen to a kiss album some of it tries to be like harder rock but then you end up with like uh, you know straight up disco tunes like outright fucking disco and i'm not saying that in a bad way but it definitely leads to like how confused the message can it is, be it is when definitely, it is chasing money. It is yeah. thematic whiplash because it, it yes. is. You'll 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 see Kiss and they'll. I there was an old thing I saw somewhere where it, I it was like you know you'll see Kiss and Gene Simmons will be up there and it's like we're Kiss and we're gonna take you to hell. Singing is fun and singing is great. You know, it's it's like reading this whole thing. I just kept 
remembering and and imagining that th these are the characters from Psycho Circus, which is a like an, a, a late '90s intentionally kind of over the line, semi disturbing Spawn esque kind of. It comic was book. yes, it it, it very it was much try was. Hard. It, was, it was very try. It hard. was very try, but it was the it was the late '90s. Like I remember. I was like 17 when that came out, I think. And at the time, you know, at the time I was a, how do I put this? A sexually frustrated loser. And I worked with, I worked with a woman who was significantly older than me who was way into kiss. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, kiss totally. Uh, and I tried to get into them uh, around the time psycho circus came out and it was just kind of like, all right. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That's one of them's a kitty cat. That's, that's yeah. fun. You're trying ever so hard to be ever so hard, and like it, it was it was an attempt. It was a it was a, a wholehearted attempt, but it just plays even further into the whiplash that is just something that you get used to with Kiss, uh, and this comic is a lot of that whiplash because you're it, it, visually. It's an Archie comic. It's sterile. But thematically, it is attempting, like, plot-wise, it is attempting to make commentary on, like, you know, youth culture and using, like, these septuagenarians to save the day with all, like, demonic and superpowers. And the storyline is about, like, supernatural villains crossing over a dimensional barrier to turn us all into zombies and it it's it's all over the place and all of this just because fucking veronica got jealous that sabrina was getting some attention he sabrina's never gonna fuck archie ronnie you don't have to worry about it it's that bitch betty it's always that bitch betty yeah yeah um okay real fun quick game if Archie had been allowed to age properly, mm -hmm. what would the politics of each of the characters be at this point? Uh, okay, so Archie is absolutely a Reagan Republican who is like he that's what he thinks of himself as, but he's actually a dyed in the wool like Birch uh, John Birch Society racist piece of shit i think it depends i think in archie's case it depends on yeah. whether he winds up with veronica or betty well let mm. me rephrase that whether he winds up with them initially because i think in the case of veronica they're divorced and he is he has absolutely been radicalized he's full i think in that case He's like full MAGA, full QAnon. Uh, Betty, Betty, I will say, I think is 
liberal. It, I think she is like very if if he winds up with Betty, then I think he's probably like center right. You know, mm-hmm. like I can see that. She's moderated a lot of his views and so he would wind up like not by no by no means like a dyed in the wool democrat but like at the very least he would not be uh insanely like yeah uh yeah betty that, that works betty like i said i think i think betty on the surface i think she's a very like straight up liberal in that on the surface she seems good on certain certain things like race like she's just like you know like she's like yeah yeah i totally get where black lives matter is coming from i just um i don't think they should be burning things yeah Uh, no uh you know hillary uh, or if betty voted for hillary but then was not uh uh not too upset when trump won not too upset. Oh yeah, she's definitely still first. she's definitely still got the I'm with her shirt and stuff yeah. like that. But the pussy hat. Um. Um. Uh, uh, Reggie has been in jail for the last fifteen years for various fraud and sex uh, assaults. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Reggie is full libertarian and cap. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Definitely, definitely. And uh, Jughead is trans and into luxury space communism. Uh, Jughead's dead, I think. Jughead, <laughs> Jughead, look, here's the thing. I eat like a six-year-old. I'll admit that. Yeah. My diet is terrible. And even I'm just like, hey, man, like, like Cookie Monster says, cheeseburgers are sometimes food. Okay? You got it. <laughs> I get it. They're great. But you gotta eat something else occasionally. So Jughead, I think all things being equal, I absolutely agree. But Jughead's dead by forty-five. Jughead's dead by forty-five, which which would probably put around like the early nineties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunate, but uh, uh, his memory will carry on in uh, the many clogged arteries of generations to come. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. <laughs> I will Pops is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh I I kinda wanna see Archie at January sixth now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was a tangent, uh, but it was something I was thinking about that I was just like, okay, let's say they were allowed <laughs> to grow and change. Who would they be now? And and that's <laughs> I was definitely thinking like Reggie was full land cap. Uh, I Mr. Weatherby was arrested in the nineties along with Timothy McVeigh for the Oklahoma. Oh <laughs> my God. Bombing. They, they find a copy of the Turner diaries in <laughs> Mr. Weatherby's <laughs> office. And it's just like, fuck, how did we miss the signs? <laughs> yeah. Um, shit i don't know um 
Yeah, that that's that's kind of how how bad this book is, but how good the potential is. Is it's far more interesting to talk about like other what ifs with these characters, other places that you could put things like. Uh, uh, speaking of Psycho Circus, Psycho Circus sucked ass. It was it was not a good album, but it spawned a lot of at the time super cool uh, action figures slash uh, Todd McFarlane statues. It that can move it gave like rise... an arm. Yeah, <laughs> but they they look super cool. Uh, it 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 gave rise to a couple of video games that were actually kind of like decently fun. There was one, if I recall, that was more or less a um, uh, not not Doom, but uh, Unreal. It was an Unreal uh, clone. Mm-hmm. But you're having fun listening to like you know a far better soundtrack than Psycho Circus because like you know they just put in generic metal uh, over the the uh, video game soundtrack, uh, and and you're you're fucking around with these characters that admittedly, with some exceptions, have pretty cool looks. If you want to be like scared just a little shitless be playing uh one of the the psycho circus games late at night and you see gene simmons come around the corner and like he's at full like demon yeah you might you might pee yourself just a little bit it's okay gene won't charge you for it this time yeah i don't i don't know i just like i said i i tried to go into this with an open mind you know, understand because, like I said, I don't hate Archie. I don't hate Kiss. I yeah. I legitimately like whatever. You know, um. So I tried to go into this with an open mind, and fuck, like I was just sitting there. Um, I was sitting there going, how many? There's how many issues? Four? I've read I've read half of one and already I'm bored out of my fucking skull. Also like so I guess I don't really understand the lore as it relates to uh Sabrina in the context of Archie. Because, so, in the comics, Salem can talk. Well, in this, he talks to Sabrina. He straight up, straight up word bubbles, okay? That's what I was trying, because he doesn't, I'm like, the... Archie and the gang know Sabrina's a witch. So there's no there's no reason why Salem has to hide the fact that he can talk from them. And yet all he has is word balloons and like clawing at them. I think it's the same with like uh John and, and uh Garfield. Um because they're familiars there's a level of communication that comes through. I see. But otherwise it's just a fucking cat. I see. You know? So your your yeah. argument is that there is dark magic afoot in the Garfield universe. Oh, um, absolutely. Okay. No, that made that and makes wh- sense. What happened to Lyman? What happened to Lyman? No, yeah. 
I mean, obviously, John killed Lyman, but there are plenty of perfectly rational excuse explanations, not excuses. There are plenty of perfectly rational explanations for that that don't don't require blood sacrifice. Um, sure, it doesn't require, but it's a hell of a lot more interesting with. Sure, that's fine. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure we're on the same page with that. Um, we. We, we are most certainly, and I am going to also go as far as to say that in Garfield and Friends, I if, if not the original show, then certainly one of the Halloween specials, magic outright exists, as does dark magic. I don't know. I my my <laughs> favorite Garfield thing is the is the storyline that lasted like a week mm. where Garfield's life is a hallucination as he starves to death in an abandoned house. Yeah, that's some good dark shit. Yeah, that's that's the one I like, and uh, and apparently so did Jim Davis. So, uh, that's that's <laughs> the one that is the reality I choose to live in. Um, anyway, I I I like the one where John uh, drank dog semen. But well, yeah, I mean everybody loves the dog <laughs> semen. You know, if. If there is if there is one strip that every irony poisoned terminally online person loves, it's the dog cum Garfield strip. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, <I> mean, <laughs> we we're all over the place tonight. I don't. This is. Yeah, this is a comic so good and bad it uh, inspires a talk of John Arbuckle gurgling dog cum. I love that we've gone from he was he was drinking dog cum to to uh, to he was straight gargling it, straight up gargling it. Uh, Soon yeah, it'll be like John. just full on, just bathing <laughs> in it, pouring it all over, letting it run down his throat, and just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, uh, send uh, us yeah, your fan he's, art. He's pouring it. He's he's pouring it over himself. Um, Flash yeah, dance style. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid middle panel is transition between, and final panel is Garfield, and he says, "I hate Mondays." Well, yeah, of course. Uh, can we also talk about the fact that uh, the implication of the dog cum comic is the fact that the vet does not know how babies are made? Oh, very much. Uh, I, I like to pretend that uh, Liz is only in a relationship with John because she fundamentally doesn't understand what John's actually after at all. That's fair. Uh, Which is, of course, why John never gets any. Yeah, because it's just it's it's not a it's not a concept. Yeah, well, I mean, I she gets that cum is involved, but it's just like he drinks it, and she's like, "Well, you're gonna have puppies now," and it's just like, I question your credentials, Liz. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 not a, it's not a good joke. It's one of those jokes that is funny when you first hear it, and then when you think about it, you're like, but wait, that's that's not at all how that works. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, anyway, anyway, gargling uh, away on that dog gum. <laughs> gargling dog gum all day long. Um. Uh, get. Uh, get the Archies to come back together to sing that one. That is one. That is one Archie-related thing I do like. I I had a tape. Uh, yeah. I had a cassette tape of the Archies as a kid, and I listened to the shit out of it. I yeah. Um, not just uh, you know, you had sugar, sugar. Of course, Obviously, yeah. Um, of course, but uh, what is the what is the one? Um, there's a bang shang rang. Oh, the yeah. I recall just walking down the yeah. Uh, there was the Waldo P Emerson Jones. Uh, yeah, I listened to the I listened to that motherfucker all the time, and sometimes even now. Even now, I will just be like, I'm going to listen to Bang Shang Rang. I don't even care. Bubble, <laughs> bubble gum pop as I drive down the street? Hell yeah. Make but, it happen, yeah. Archie. <clears throat> I, I, I do wish that they had kept the Archies up and that they had gone through a, uh, a period in the late 60s, early 70s of trying like prog rock and massive amounts of drugs if it they they go great. they go full sergeant peppers and it's <laughs> just like i don't even know what's going on anymore man Re when reggie just reggie ods in a hotel room. <laughs> when albums just archie going ah, ah, ah. do it like tibetan throat singing or something <laughs> Betty and Veronica met with the Dalai Lama today. Um, yeah. Oh shit. Like more Archies, please. I don't care. Yeah, I don't but... care about the comics. I don't care about Riverdale. I don't, you know, have your random token gay character, whatever. I don't even like Riverdale. How big a town is it? Who knows? 50,000 people, two gay people. Um, mm -hmm. But, and they're both dating. Come on. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, listen, as you said, there's only two of them. This solves itself. Yeah. I, you know, it's just, it always, it gives me the vibe of, uh, what was it on Little Britain? Davith, the only gay man in the town, in the village. Oh. And it's just kind of like, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Overall, uh, don't read Archie Meets Kiss unless, I don't know. Unless you're really into, like, either Archie or Kiss, uh, or inexplicably Archie and Kiss. And I'm saying this as a, a fan of Archie and a so-so on Kiss. Uh, I know that this is an oddly popular book because there's, like, a hardcover with every variant cover on it. Uh, but you don't, don't. Don't do that. Don't buy that. No. Nah, it's it's I, unnecessary. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I I that's the thing that I would caution about this. I can't imagine 
if you like Archie, you may like this. I don't know. It just kind of goes on for a really long time. Um, Way too long. And I feel like that's that's probably a big con uh, of this. I can't find a ton of pros other than like it's it's Archie art, you know. It's it's competent Archie art. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everybody's kind of there to some degree. Mr. Weatherby is a zombie randomly, you know. But if you're a Kiss fan, I don't think you're going to find a ton here no. for you. Um, no, I, I, I don't think this is going to appeal to the same people who were into the Revenge Tour. Yeah, uh, not so <laughs> much. Uh, so yeah, that's a, this is a big old wet fart of a comic. Um, and I, it doesn't even, it doesn't even, it doesn't even have the, what value it might've had for like shock value. It doesn't even get that because it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, if this had been, like, a 66-page, you know, like, uh, a special, quote-unquote, where this it takes up, like, half the book, and then it's reprints of other band-related hijinks that the kids have gone over in the last few years, or the last decades and stuff like that, this would have that, that, that shock value. It would be quick sweet and then right into the reminiscing of other music related nonsense the kids have gotten up to this just drags it out and makes any concept of nostalgia feel like a death sentence yeah so that yeah it's a no from me (laughs) yeah it's a big old no for me uh just do do literally i honestly having as much fun as i've had sitting here talking about it like we have so little time on this planet we have so little time in which to absorb all of the beauty and experience we possibly can don't (laughs) don't take the time to even if you're really fast even if you read really quickly However little time it takes you to read this, still wasted. So, yeah. uh, that is it for us, I guess. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Shitter. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, it's been a while since we recorded, so I don't even remember all the CTA shit. Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm struggling too on that one. Uh, uh, check check us out on Blue Sky uh, if you can find us. <laughs> I actually I need to set us up on Blue Sky. I've got invites uh, that we can use, and uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, email us at multiverseomarketing at gmail dot com. Uh, join us next time. I believe we decided we're talking about. Superman, Madman, Madman, Superman, uh, yeah. whatever. Oh, so good. Uh, Sometimes 90s comics are a good thing. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, this one, this one was apt because it we're coming up on Halloween. 
and this involves Kiss and monster monsters with big air quotes. Uh, and this next one is apt for November because I'm thankful that it's not Archie meets Kiss. Uh, and also that it's a good comic, but mostly, mostly the former. Mostly the former. Yeah. <laughs> so, bye. Bye.